Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. No matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is it's tough. There's some shit going on with black people right now. From news and politics. And over the middle, getting free. To sports and entertainment. Touchdown! We're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it. Have some fun, man! This is Young, Black, and Bothered. Let me explain to you exactly what the fuck just happened. I guess people on the show, they are probably like, why? Because I'll see if like Ian's going to fix the audio. That's the wildest thing I've ever seen in my life. So I had done all this and, you know, I had this everything ready for the show. As we're talking, having now like points about Michael Jackson, the fucking computer blanked out, turned back on and froze. So I couldn't hear y'all, couldn't see you or nothing. That's some wild shit there. Um, it is. Wild. We recording now. We're recording now. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> we're recording now because honestly, it closed me out. I don't know if it closed y'all out, but that was the wildest. Nah, thing. we stayed. We stayed on. Thank you. That's wild. I don't even know what Chris is right now. Um, yeah, her shit was blanked out too. I'm t- retrograde. I know. I keep harping on that shit, but it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we gotta keep going. Um, I'm gonna wait until well, I'm gonna send her the invite, but we gotta keep going. Uh, let's do a brief like news thing since it's just the guys in here. Do y'all know anything about uh, keto crotch? No, how the hell is that? What keto crotch? So keto crotch is a serious side, a uh, serious smelly side effect of the popular diet. So if you're not familiar with uh, like keto, keto, whatever you want to call it, I call it keto. Um, so with keto, you eat basically like fatty foods. And I guess it's supposed to balance out your diet by, you know, taking away the breads and the rice of the world and replacing it with things like bacon and, you know, meats, chicken, fish, stuff like that. So keto crotch is what you get after eating stuff like cheese drenched eggs and sizzling steaks and bacon. So mm. 
It's a low carb plan that emphasizes eating fat and proteins with few food, uh, with a very few fruits and starchy vegetables. And apparently it's a thing. It's been a thing since last year. I tried it and honestly, it just wasn't for me. I tried it for maybe like two weeks. I was like, yo, I'm tired of broccoli. I'm tired of steak. I'm tired of burgers, like, you know, bunless burgers and stuff like that. I was going to five guys on my lunch break and spending like nine or 10 bucks. Like, oh, well, I'll just go and get a, you know, a burger wrap with lettuce and then like A1 sauce and ketchup. The shit was dripping through the lettuce. I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. I just want a burger. Like if I'm going to eat the cow, let me just eat the cow the way, I, you know, that the world has taught me since I was like three. So mm-hmm. you know, I did that. But this shit, it scared me so much because a girl was talking about on a sex podcast. I can't remember the name of it, but she was saying that her boyfriend was on keto this year and he had started at the end of the year started it and then i guess he started to have what you call keto breath which is described as overripe or rotten fruity or metallic i was like that sounds like a whole lot of shit <laughs> like how's your breath smell like fruity metallic and rotten at the same time uh and then you have <laughs> which is something like an intense area aroma that happens when the food that you eat changes the pH balance of your body. So it'll emit certain odors. So kind of like when you don't shower for three days, you start smelling <laughs> America works in a funny way, man. But that's yeah. um, let me see what what else do we have? Um, I want to wait for Chris to talk about that that one instance that it happened. Um, we'll, we'll play our first forty eight for you know at least one until she comes in. Oh, and there she goes. So. Chris, we are back. We lost our little like feed for a moment. So we'll take a break from the Michael Jackson thing. We'll get back to that. I do have a first 48. I'll break that up with this. So man was arrested for masturbating in an open window while watching students walk home. Gross. Yep. Man is facing charges after his arrest Wednesday for standing in an open window and repeatedly masturbating as he watched students walk away, uh, walk home from school. The documents allege that 30 year old Gary Singer intentionally looked at the victims as he masturbated and didn't stop until they screamed and ran away. Guess the first 48 state that this man was in a window masturbating. This gotta be um, uh-huh. um has to be a state with a lot of white people. So um I'm gonna say Iowa. Iowa. What about you? Nebraska. Nebraska. CJ. Uh I'm gonna go with Texas and give me a second. I gotta step away for a second. Okay. Just give me a sec. Right. So this is actually Florida. So Y'all, y'all are almost close. Um, let me see. What else has happened in the world that is trash? So, Roseanne Barr, <laughs> Roseanne Barr calls the Me Too accusers hoes and then slams Senator Kamala, uh, Kamala Harris and Christine Blasey forward. So, she... Oh God, I really don't want to talk about Why are we still listening? 
I'm still trying to figure out why she's still here. I didn't know she was still with us. I thought in 2018 we just left her there. I thought she was in jail or something. No? I thought she was too. I just still remember last year when she was like, I thought the bitch was why. But now she's saying, I know a hoe when I see one. They need to be called out. That's privilege too. Whole privilege. Yeah, that's crazy. She says that Me Too accusers are pretending that they didn't go to trade sexual for money. Just when you think you heard it all. So, um, next article. Oh boy, this is going to be a quick episode. I can't even believe all that shit happened on the so great, but that's pretty damn good. Um, are we going to talk about R. Kelly being arrested again for being. <laughs> My thing is, how come they ain't been getting him on back child support, apparently, yeah. to his uh, whatever, his uh, baby mom or ex wife, whatever the fuck you want to call her today? She, uh-huh. um, Ben said he hasn't been paying. So, why, why now? Not saying that I'm not glad he is locked up, but I'm just more so like, huh? Yeah. Now? <laughs> For anybody who hasn't heard the one clip that everybody has seen where, you know, the term Robert and the new Jordan meme has been replaced with Robert Kelly, I'm going to play it for y'all. But, King, I will tell you this. People are going back to my past, okay? That's exactly what they're doing. They're going back to the past. And they're trying to add all of this stuff now to that, to make all of the stuff that's going on now feels real to people. Okay, so I don't know exactly what the fuck R. Kelly thinks he's doing, but just if you're guilty, bro, just be guilty. There's no need for you to go and do this interview. Um, I'm getting to clear his name, but you can't. I'm sorry, man. You can't. You're guilty. Y'all feel like R. Kelly's guilty at this point, or y'all kind of like done with the whole I'm, I, oh, he's 100% I'm, guilty. He's 100% guilty, but I'm so tired. I'm so tired of hearing about this asshole. I'm so tired of reading about this asshole. I'm so tired of seeing this asshole. Just mm-hmm. go, just get convicted, go away, and 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 never be seen again. Never be seen, heard, or whatever again. Just, just, just disappear. I do think he needs help, though. I really do think he needs help. Yeah. But as far as that other shit. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be really mad if I opened up earlier about um Michael Jackson. That was fine. I'm sorry. <clears throat> but retrograde will Yeah, I really feel bad for R. Kelly because like it to be that delusional. Mm-hmm. And like the shit he was saying wasn't even making sense. It was really just antics and yelling. And, and same thing with his little girls. I wish they would stop. Like, if it wasn't that big of a deal, why don't you talk to your family? Bingo. Like, what, like, why do you really hate your family so much? This man, the people who raised you, like your mother, your father, all of that, your brother, sister, whatever. I'm just like, I'm really concerned. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm just hoping that all that shit works itself out because that is absolute madness. Um, but he's going to jail. He's in jail now, but he's definitely staying in that bitch going forward. Um, I do want to play one clip from that audio that I thought was pretty fire anyway. Um, as soon as I can find it, give me one second. Mm-hmm. 
Here we go. This cameraman recorded me. No, the fuck I didn't. That's you, bitch. Oh, this nigga snitch. You directed all my scenes. <laughs> no, nigga, don't leave now, because you're going to jail with <laughs> Hey, man, if you want to, you can come and film these two condom scenes. I'm going to have two bitches in the bed with me. So it might seem like the little bitches in middle school. Oh, why he got these teenage girls? He must be a monster. No, bitch, they wanted to come and do the robot in my basement. And they seen the hostage bitches everybody talking about. Next thing I know, I seen the news out in the street filming my uncle. Dumb bitch, always playing. Oh, Kelly, I know that's not the actual clip, but that's still funny as shit. But I mean, that sound like him. That sound like him. Um, let's play the real clip, though. Uh, <laughs> I have been... Buried alive. R. Kelly on Wednesday gave what turned out to be an explosive interview on CBS this morning. His first since being charged with sexually assaulting three teenage girls and a woman in alleged incidents dating back to 1998. The singer, whose real name is Robert Sylvester Kelly, pushed back. Fe- Gail King, if he has ever held anyone against her will, claims made by multiple women in a recent Lifetime documentary. I don't need to. Why would I? Is this camera on me? Yes. That's stupid. Use your (laughs) common sense. Y'all quit playing. Quit playing. (laughs) I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. I'm fighting for my life. Yo, tell me with this. And in an interview airing Thursday, previews of which have been released, two women currently in relationships with Kelly. Whoa, 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 wait a fucking minute. Two, 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 two women? Two women, but the key word is this currently. This is a problem. Currently. I get it. R. Kelly is broke now. Is this is this how this is going to be? Because if so, I don't ever want to hit the Powerball. And you know, once the you know the well runs dry, everybody's like, "Wait, he ain't got no more money. Let's fuck him up." Because that's what I'm getting from this. But we still got a we we still got more. Hold on. 21-year-old Azriel Clary and 23-year-old Jocelyn Savage deny they are being held captive, as other women claim they were, by the 52-year-old star. Tell me, Azriel, why you're crying. Tell me. I'm crying because you guys don't know the truth. You guys believe in some facade that our parents are saying. This is all lies for money. And if you can't see that, you're ignorant and you're stupid. Savage's family, however, gave a press conference Wednesday pleading with their daughter to get in touch with them. We went from seeing you or talking to you daily or weekly to not seeing you in two years. So that is a clear indication to us and as a mother that something's definitely wrong with the situation. Kelly. Okay, so cracked a little joke earlier. It was funny. Then obviously it was more about it. Um... These girls haven't talked to their parents in two fucking years. Two yeah. years. Yeah. Real shit. They're saying that everybody's wrong, but I'm like, yo, like, who in the f- I'm sorry. If I go six days without talking to my mom, it's an issue. She could probably knock on my door against my will. So, but everybody's parent is different. I get that. Two years, though? 
and y'all caping for him. I'm like, okay, did he send y'all out there? Like, I've never even heard two girls before. And more importantly, when Surviving, what was it, Surviving R. Kelly, I believe that's what it was called in January when it came out? Mm-hmm. Where in the fuck were these parents at? So it's it's kind of tenfold. Like, oh no, they were in there. The parents they were, were there. It. They were in it. Yes, they were those in. two parents were in. Yes. Yo, they was, they, they they was like was the main characters. They were the main characters. Fool, it's like it's like they put together the whole shit on the third, yeah. especially on the third show. Them niggas was looking like celebrities in that. I'm like, ain't no way in hell I'm doing a show with me and and my daughter. With, oh, man, come on, dog. That's what made me question the whole thing too. With the, at least with their situation to be like. Come on, y'all. Is this a money grab, yeah? Remember they had that whole press conference? Yeah. Like, show- brainwash. They showed them on the outside of the uh, building that the- where she was allegedly being held, throwing rocks at the window. I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. Yo, yeah, this is like days of our lives, but I guess, I don't even know what the hell this is. This shit is spooky. Um, but do we need to keep talking about R. Kelly move on from him? Because we got even more shit. And since we have to on the show, we can definitely go and talk more about that. Um, so, Amanda Seals. I don't know if y'all are familiar with her, but we talked about her last week when it came to her. Yeah, that's my homie. That's my homie. So, she talked about, like, sexual harassment and everything with a former NFL and FSU star, uh, Myron Rowe. So, she is getting dragged on Twitter this week because of everything that's going on with what she said being untrue. So, according to uh, Miami Herald, they said the celebrity Amanda Seals posted a video last week naming former NFL and Florida State star Myron Roll as the person who approached her on the Internet and called her. The result in saying some troubling things in the conversation made me take a step back. And then she said the eight women had accused Roll of sexual harassment, which ended up actually not being sexual harassment. It was just him in their DMs, I'm assuming. So... Then today, she clarified her remarks in an Instagram video saying that I never accused Myron Roll of sexually harassing me or of sending me inappropriate direct messages. What I did say was that via DM, several women have approached me accusing him of sexually harassing them. Twitter went... When she did, that was true. She did do that. <laughs> so the thing is, you know, everybody dug deep and everything. I'm not going to go too much... <clears throat> But they are saying that Amanda Seals like appropriating and making it about her because she got turned down by him. Ooh, scandalous! Oh, so, come on, Amanda, you can't be doing that. You, 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 you one of those? Yeah, uh-huh. I gave, I, I, I gave her more credit than that, though. Right, Amanda damn. Seals, I like her a lot, but the only thing, like sometimes she comes off just a little bit corny. Mm-hmm. Like, like she does corny young and shit all the time. Like, she's one of those people that I'm not black, I'm Grenadian. Mm. And I hate people who do shit like that. Because it's like, bitch, you profit off of black American shit. Ain't no Grenadians out here fucking yeah, you need to go booming ahead. your career. Yeah. With that. So you need yeah, to cut she, all that shit out. Yeah, hey, she got chill with that. She definitely got chill with that. I don't know why. I'm not saying that you can't say I'm Grenadian because you are, but at the same time, bitch, you want to be black when it's convenient. No, I don't, I don't rock with that. Mm-hmm. Like the rest of America. Yeah. Would they call me the Negro Cape Crusader? <laughs> <laughs> so it's weird. So, uh, black people. So Roll had actually gone and said, 
I've been raised to respect women and I also keep my personal affairs private and that is a respectful thing to do. However, I will not sit idly and allow someone to engage in the intentional character assassination simply because I did not return their advances or wish to engage in a relationship as they may have wanted. Yeah, well, you got a point there too. There's more. Making points. Um, Yeah, everybody's making points, but it's like, yo, like, Whose point do we agree with the most? <laughs> since, since we have a woman on the show, I just need to know where, where and what is the fine line between approaching a woman or, you know, having a conversation with a woman in a respectful manner to engage in anything that's, you know, going to happen in the future. If you decide to date them, marry them, have sex, whatever that case might be, it has to start somewhere. So, well, let me just say this. I think right now... Mm-hmm. And this is just in my own personal experience. I can't speak for everyone. But some men really don't know how to approach women. Yeah. They just really don't. And they'll come in some DMs like just all left. And you're like, bro, if you really wanted to talk to me for real, this is a terrible approach. Mm-hmm. But that being said, there are a lot of predators they, come they, out know, here. they know how to approach women. Exactly. Really. They know how to approach women and they might be nine times out of ten worse than the dude that said, hey, bitch, can I get your number type <laughs> shit? <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that that's correct, but we got to really look at all these men for real, for real. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a lot of nice dudes out here who really ain't nice. I always said I couldn't imagine being a pretty girl because y'all probably get, get approached by so many, not even just men, just different people from walks of life just yeah, on being just attractive. People. You know they come saying? and they talk and they say wild things. I mean, a lot of times I just ignore their ass. I'm like, whatever, nigga. But at the same time, some people get wild. Like, I've had niggas try to touch me. That's one thing I don't do. I'll be like, why are you touching me? Mm-hmm. Like, no, don't touch me. So I think if you really want to come in and like approach a woman, come in with good faith, come respectful. I wouldn't talk to no woman that you really trying to deal with any other way than you would t- talk to a woman that's in your family. That's that's the standard I'm using. That's, you wouldn't want nobody that's talking that's to that's your side, sister. That's how I tried Curry. That's how mm-hmm. I tried Curry. Exactly or I your tried auntie curry. or whoever you love that is a woman. Mm-hmm. If you wouldn't want them to be approached like that and you would be ready to fight if you heard about it, don't go doing that to somebody else's sister, auntie, mother. No. That, that, that's what I wanted to like lead into because yeah, there are ways that men approach women, but now it seems as though like any way that you approach a woman, you have to like... Yeah. Well, I think that's just backlash from the Me Too movement and niggas... Yeah. A lot of niggas was creeps and yeah. they scared that they gonna get creeped on. And yeah. I mean, I don't really got no sympathy for you because you shouldn't have been a creep. But yeah. at the same time, it's not too late to reform your ways and try to change. Mm-hmm. But I don't think like not talking to women at all is the solution. Because yeah. it's like, what? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like there's men out here that don't want women in their office. Mm-hmm. Because they feel like, oh, so me too stuff can go down. Yeah. It's like not every woman is out to get you. Nine don't, times out of ten, we're not. Don't like, they got compliance classes and shit for training yes, courses? Take your, yes, your office is compliant. Take your uh, workplace rights course. They definitely sent us an email about a mandatory training for like office etiquette. I was like, wait, like did I literally just had to take one last week? I had to take one last week. Yeah, I just had to take one. And I've been working there for over a year. 
I had taken yeah, take that shit. And look, we had is you sign that document before you even start working there. So it's like, wait, now I have to re-sign it. I got to do this all over again for what though? <laughs> and women, women don't realize sometimes they creeps too. Like, oh yeah, y'all get away with it though. That's what. Not necessarily. I mean, men's just afraid to have their ego, yeah. you know, tarnished by reporting the shit. But come on now, like some women be on some creep shit too. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I really just, think everybody in the workplace really needs to take it. <laughs> we just had a dis, uh, discussion at school, I think two weeks ago, about like kids like wanting to give us hugs, mm-hmm. and how and how like <clears throat> you know some parents are like you know, it's the Michael Jackson rule here, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> But my thing is, some kids don't even get hugs at home. So yeah. I, mean, I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel kind of indifferent about that because I just feel like as a child, a child should be nurtured. Now, should we be filling up on the child? Giving them, I'm talking church hard. Like, hey, kids, big group hug type shit. Yeah. That, like when it, when like it, it was more de- it definitely was a delicate issue for me because because you know most of my career I was in early childhood so mm-hmm. you know four and five year olds come to give hugs like I would get down to their level so where like they you know trying to hug me they're not you, you know it's I'm on their level so they're not like touching it so it won't be any. It, because it, yeah, it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, it's like, like now they want to, like, it, encouraging us to, like, give fist bumps or give fist high bumps. Fi- fist bumps or high fives or something where, or like, if, if a kid does reach in for a hug, that you, like, give them the, the side, oh, hi, hey, where it doesn't seem like, or, or like, to turn your body so that it doesn't seem like you're the like you're going like, and appreciating like a hug. Receiving, being the receiver. Yeah, all that it was very worrisome for me. <laughs> like I don't have a problem with my like I don't have a problem with my kid hugging people. But I do have a problem, like I said, how they're touching and stuff like that. But my thing is we just really get into a place in society where nothing is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like nothing at all. Like even some people take compliments wrong. You could be like, hey, that's a nice dress, Tina. Oh, you're looking but at my Tina, ass. Oh, yeah, exactly. And the next thing you know, you got an EEOC complaint. You're like, whoa, how did this happen? All I did was say, Tina, nice dress. <laughs> but that, that's just how it rolls. Um, uh, let's get into the next topic because I don't want to keep it too long for that. Yeah, we're not going to keep it on sexual harassment. <laughs> so, so, how do y'all feel about, like, say you hit the Powerball or you get on, do you owe your family money when you get a certain amount of, like, money or anything like that? Oh, no. Should you give it? Yes. Because no. why would I want to have a broke family if I got, like, $100 million? So, like, what? <laughs> So there was a clip from the shop, which, you know, LeBron show that comes on HBO or whatever, right? Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, I'm going to play the clip, and y'all can hear it. Here we go. 
when it comes to like family and friends, do we really owe them? Do you like? Can I tell y'all my take on this shit? I'd be like, yo, I don't owe nobody shit. How, how many? Who you gonna please? Uh, oh, I tell people, if you give your cousin ten thousand. Uh, you, you get what you gonna get your aunt? You gonna get your aunt twenty because she babysitting you? Then what you gonna get your grandmother? You hey grandma. It's never gonna I stop. You know what I'm Listen, sometimes I'm into my grandma. day, bro. Because of me, just feeling like I'm so responsible for everybody. I'm talking about uncles, aunts. You forget about all the niggas you was just dreaming with when you was poor. And all, <laughs> all your, like, hood promises. Like, I, and people cash in on that shit. Like, my aunt hit me. was just like, remember that condo in Florida you were talking about? I was like, I needed your couch. What the fuck you I'm not cashing in. All, all you said was, oh, yeah, yeah, keep working hard. That's not worth a fucking $250,000 condo. I owe you a Lexus now? Because you believe? What did that cost you? It cost you shit to believe it. Yeah. If it didn't work out, what did you lose? So. <laughs> I don't know how I feel, man. Like, I really think this has to be like, like plays, plays into, into black, black people, people and, wealth. and wealth. Yeah, yeah. For me, like, if yeah, if I'm making fucking sixty-eight million dollars, or like, you know, however much like Bryce Harper and all, like, regardless of how much money you make, if you are in like a status enough where I got to see you through TV and I don't get a call from you. Then yeah, like I'm like, damn, like this motherfucker can help out. I don't want to be in a shack and this motherfucker is like a superstar. So I would expect the same thing. Like if I hit for four hundred sixty million dollars, yeah, I'm going. You know, I'll give you ten thousand, twenty thousand. That's fine. But I'm not going to be like, okay, I'll give you ten, twenty thousand dollars, and then you decide. You know what? I'm gonna quit my job because mm-hmm. you know I got, I got. I got a mixed opinion or mixed emotions. But check this out. If you, hold on, uh, let me say this real quick, CJ. I just, like, if you are in a position, say if I'm making a hundred million dollars, right? I should be able to show everyone in my family how to at least, if I give you 10 racks, turn that 10 racks into a hundred K. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, like, what what the saying goes, if you uh, teach a man to fish, they can eat forever if you give them exactly. the one day. Exactly. What can I, like, I'd rather have put my family in a position, kind of like how, um, what's her name? Tokyo from Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. I love how she put all her friends and, and family on. Everybody mm-hmm. she was around, they got put on. And I just feel like if you really my friend and I'm really your um, like family member, I don't want none of my family broke. Like, at all, but I'm not going to keep giving you handouts, but I am going to put you in a position so you don't have to ask for a handout again. Mm-hmm. See, this is my thing, right? I kind of understood. I think Meek ain't worded right. So what he was trying, I think what he was trying to say was, um, what he wanted to say was, okay, if you wasn't even believing in me in my dream, I don't owe you shit. You ain't even mm-hmm. believe I was going to get here to this point. I think that's what he meant. Like, y'all wasn't supporting, y'all ain't believe me. So now when I got it, I put look back at it and give you that, but Okay, I get that, but even still, you don't want to see. You know, you were, you know, with the with who's struggling, who not. It ain't got about them believing in you and that. It's a responsibility you should have with your people. It's like, all right, look, like what Chris said, you ain't got to keep giving them money, keeping them money. Like, see, so like, look, I'm gonna break you off this piece right here. This shit, because at the end of the day, a responsible mm-hmm. person, all they need is because you need money to make Just money. Just wipe their debt clear. Yeah. Like your debt yeah. or something like that. Yeah, all it needs is one little come up. Cause you know what I'm saying? You can get somebody like I said, you can if you can get them to the right, give them twenty thousand, 
they should be able to make money off that twenty thousand rest of your glass. Mm-hmm. Like, no, if they, if they do the if they do the right thing with it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's something you, you got to be responsible and be like, okay, you because I mean, how many well, of give them a job? Like, yeah. pay them, do something. Yeah, because twenty thousand, twenty thousand, twenty thousand up is 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 a major difference from you paying bills and just going to work every day and making what? Say you making sixty five, sixty five thousand a year. You got to right. pay bills or everything. You still not gonna get twenty racks up. I don't care much how much you save. You know what I'm saying? You gonna be saving forever. <laughs> yeah. So it's like giving somebody to be twenty racks up just right there to play with. You can do so much with that. With just twenty racks. That's and it. How, and how do I look like being like almost a billionaire or having a hundred million dollars? And I got an auntie that's still living the projects. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even feel right like that. I only keep like, my mind one clue. What's his name? Trevor Noah. When they went to go visit his grandma, mm. she was literally living in the slums of South Africa. And I'm like, bro, like, why is I she there? But does she want to leave? Though sometimes, you know, the elderly folks don't even want to go nowhere. I mean, she had to. Ask, she asked that man for a TV while she was there. She was like, "Can you get me a TV?" And he was like, "Ah, uh, okay, I guess." Like, he wasn't really too like, "Yeah, of course I'll get you a TV." It was like, ah, I guess I can get you a TV. See, yeah, I'm gonna automatically TV. feel I'm gonna automatically feel some type of responsibility for my people. You know what I'm saying? Especially, Especially my grandma. My grandmother, come on, dog. Yeah, come on, dog. Like, I don't care how our relationship was, how long it was. I'm like, look, at the end of the day, I don't know how you felt about me, but you can't stay. I I I, I put you I saved your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, when you go and just say that. All right, you gone and help them out versus them just saying, you know what, you abusing this. Oh, see, that's when I'm cutting you off. I'm not gonna keep. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah, I can't keep you. Yeah, I, I told you, Greg. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give you this one. Come up, money. I'm gonna, you gonna be up with this. Just right here, you gonna be up. Be be responsible. Don't quit your damn job. Be responsible to use this money right until you don't have to work no more. Just, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And it should be done like no problem, easy like. Yeah. There should be no reason why you can't show your family how to turn, turn like buy or or do something like oh buy a McDonald's franchise and have the whole family working it. Mm-hmm. You know, only, there's things yeah. you can do. Only people I'm telling quit their job. Yeah, only people I'm telling quit their job is my parents. That's it. Right, <laughs> and my sisters, my parents, yeah, yeah. sisters. Yeah. And, you know, like immediate family. Yeah, but immediate other than family. That, yeah. Y'all tripping. <laughs> If I ain't talk to you, if you ain't never call me, you probably not gonna get a check. But if y'all used to kick it with you and we had some broke days, we we chill. Like that's my cousin. I know I could call count on them for anything. I thought annual, I thought big ass annual family reunion. That's that'll be my get back for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you gonna throw a big ass family, I might can have a celebrity come to my private family reunion. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to have everybody play. Like, hey, my cousin dude, you know he throw our family reunion every year. Yeah, what's mm-hmm. make some shit like that. It'd be like that if you were down the line, cousin. Cause you, you know what I mean? And yeah, then, down the I, line, cousin. Somebody yeah. you know. Then I don't be trying. I don't be trying. Like I want to be able to put everybody in position and give everybody a job. But you know, everybody can't get that type of blessing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then I hate that mentality. Like everybody's looking for a handout. It's like you haven't handed out shit though. So what are you talking about? Like it's one thing to be a celebrity. And you've been helping and doing and doing so much. But if you really only helping yourself and just coming around to brag about your shit, I don't really give a fuck about your shit. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> your millions do nothing for me, Bob. Mm. 
<clears throat> and my much. whole thing is somebody, one of my download, downline cousins was a get on and get big. I wouldn't expect nothing from them. But hey, my man, you got it, cuz. You made it. I'm about to try to get where you at. I don't want mm-hmm. you to help me with I don't even want you to help me. But will I be asking for a handout? Like I have hey. a famous cousin right now who, mm-hmm. who's in a pretty good position that could really help anybody out. Do I ask for help? No. Would I mm-hmm. ever? No. Why? Because I'm not that close to them. But when I see her at like the family stuff, she's always nice and kind to me. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into uh, shit, I don't really want to talk about Terry Crews. Basically, to make it brief, um, Terry <laughs> Crews apologized for calling same sex couples malnourished. Um, he called what malnourished? Yeah, he called couples who had uh, basically same sex couples who have children, he called their children malnourished. Oh, Why? Um, because Terry Crews just likes to put his foot in his mouth. He's one of those dudes where. Well, he's one of those people, rather, who they already won the battle and they got to gloat about the shit and they don't know how to sit down and eat their food. Yeah. That's Terry Crews. It's like, bro, like you won in January. You won in 20, you won all 2018 by coming out and being the first man who spoke up for the Me Too movement. Everybody had you. We were all rooting for you. And then you just started to, like, he was like subtweeting it and then everybody caught on. That's just him. So he said, Yeah, he always does that. <laughs> he says, If a successful black man can't, adv- uh, can't advise the black male youth of the next generation, who will? The street. That's who. Why does Obama scold black boys? This was February 24th. Hold on. When did Obama scold black boys? <laughs> so we're literally sitting there like, oh, What? So then he tweets again. Another thing that bothers me is that this op-ed was written by a woman about how boys should be taught to grow into successful young men. How would she know? Men need to hold other men accountable. I'm like, bro, like you were just last month. <laughs> last, you know what? No, nope, mm-mm. nope. We're not, we're not doing the Jussie shit. In March, we're not doing the, I'm sorry, the Justin shit, because I'm, t- I'm tired of calling this grown man Jussie, just to be completely honest with you. That's not even his name. That blew my mind last week. (laughs) I'm tired of calling him Justin. His name is Justin. We're going to call him Justin. Um, Terry Crews, like, we were so fucked with it in February. We don't need to keep going through this shit in March. Like, I'm done. So, but one more tweet, because I think this is funny. He says, I reiterated many times that same-sex couples and single parents can successfully raise a child. But I believe paternal and maternal love are like vitamin and minerals to humanity. No matter where you get your paternal and maternal love, my purpose is to give paternal love. I apologize to anyone who was hurt by my severely malnourished tweet. It was in response to someone who said kids wouldn't starve. It was poorly worded, so I deleted it. More importantly, I just need to thank one person in the world, and his name is Jack, and he is the CEO of Twitter for not giving people the edit button. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Thank, thank you so much for that, because a lot of people show their true ass thanks to Twitter, and that's what they get. Um, now that we've gotten all the news for the week out of the way, um, do y'all want to get into this first 48 shit? <laughs> Yeah, we can. Fuck it. <laughs> but let, let's do this. Uh, I mean, yeah, go ahead. 
we, we, we owe ourselves because, you know, our original recording got messed up. What we'll do is we'll try to cover the Finding Neverland thing again once part two comes out this weekend. Um, so first one, man admits to kill an Airbnb tenant over unpaid $149. Hold on, what? <laughs> Newark. <laughs> the Newark. No, the thing is, this isn't even in the United States. Uh, I can believe that. Because other countries be wilding when they don't get their money. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll read the article. A man admitted into a courthouse on Monday says that he choked an Airbnb guest to death over an unpaid 210 Australian dollar or $149 bill. Jason Colton. Oh, shit. I just told him. Never mind. So that happened in Australia. So we'll just go to the next one. Uh, uh, did you say Australia? I said Australia. No, yeah, okay. he did. So. Um, well, that sounds like some Australian <laughs> shit because you know that's where all the criminals are. <laughs> oh, that's what my grandmother used to tell me. Okay. So, <laughs> She's like, don't go there. <laughs> the next one. So a school apologizes for asking their students to pretend to own slaves. <laughs> but I feel like I ain't gonna hold y'all. I vaguely remember a game like that in, in like PE or some shit. Oh but wow! It's like, it's like runaway slave, and <laughs> some people was the slaves, and some people were the catchers. Oh and no! I, really, I really vaguely remember playing that in like maybe '98. <laughs> and the hey, thing man. is, I went to an all-black school, and everybody was black. The teachers were black, and the students. So I'm like, we had like a few white kids, but I think they were slaves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I can remember, I vaguely remember playing that game. So yeah, go ahead, Greg. <laughs> hey, go ahead. Yeah, I don't think I ever played no shit like that. <laughs> no, me neither. So, guess the first 48 states. Tennessee. Well, since Q probably already seen this article, we'll just say Q. Actually, no, I didn't. You, you got it right for everybody. That was Tennessee. That's what's up. That was Tennessee. So, everybody right now is one and one. So, we'll go to the next article. Um... Man arrested outside of Pizza Hut with camouflage mask and a small arsenal. Man was arrested outside of a uh, Pizza Hut in possession of three handguns and hundreds of rounds of ammunition, according to the police department. Jeremy Arnett Eppinger, 26, was noticed by a witness who told police that he was acting suspicious, hiding behind a retaining wall and wearing a camouflage mask. He continued to look up at the Pizza Hut and crouch back into hiding. Mm. That's the first 48 feet. Um, um, Ohio. CJ? Uh, Florida. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That was a good guess, shit. Alabama. Is it Pizza Hut in Alabama? Mm. Well, no. What about you, Chris? What do you think? I pick Florida. Florida. This happened in Atlanta. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, All right, Atlanta. Oh, ATL. There you go. Mm. Wish, wish Tony was here. Mm. Yeah, he would love that. Um, actually, no. Shout out to Tony. He is doing his live mic right now. So hopefully, actually, I think he's about to go up. He said he's going on ten thirty. So we will, you know, hear from him. But the next article: um, prison visitor convicted of involuntary manslaughter after an inmate dies with multiple meth-filled balloons stuffed inside of him. Mm. A visitor who's... Meth-filled Arizona. (laughs) You say Arizona? What about you, Q? Um... uh, Alabama. Alabama? CJ, Texas, Texas. Well, y'all gotta get better at this game. This happened in California. I was close. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah, this was California. Um, we just got a couple more this week. We ain't gonna do. Um, a man stabs his coworker with a machete in a food court mall. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, food court mall. Yeah, I'm gonna read the article though. Machete. Hmm. So Lewis okay. Arias, for uh, his name is Lewis Arias, forty-three, who works for a cleaning company out of an outlet mall, was upset with a colleague who did not complete his duties, leaving them for Arias. So investigators said that uh, Arias retrieved a machete from his locker and stabbed the other employee several times with it around seven forty-five p.m. The victim was treated and released Sunday morning from a hospital. Uh, Arias was arrested and charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, according to jail records. He is being held on fifty thousand dollar bond. All right, that gotta be Texas. That gotta be Texas. Q. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna say. Uh, uh, Washington. Washington State. Okay. Chris, what about you? Tennessee. Tennessee. <sighs> this happened in West Palm Beach, Florida. Mm. 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 <laughs> West, West Palm Beach. Yeah. We will give them, let's see. Uh, nah, that, that one didn't happen in the States. I'll save that for next week. Um, let's see. Okay, we got one. All right. Man lost in snow for five days survived on Taco Bell sauce packets. Manifest the show. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. (laughs) New Hampshire. (laughs) Damn. Well, that's the first time somebody's guessed New Hampshire. We've been doing this for a month. Nobody's ever guessed New Hampshire. CJ might be the first. Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Chris, what about you? Mm, I'm going to go with New York. New York? This happened in a place by the name of Ben, Oregon. Oregon. God, my aunt told me I should move to Bend, Oregon. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, it's up and coming for millennials. I was Mm -hmm. like, millennials like me or white millennials? (laughs) (laughs) for the for those who actually care, it says that a man who <coughs> stranded in Central Oregon snow for five days survived by eating taco sauce packets and starting the engine periodically to warm up. A snowmobiler found 
Jeremy Taylor, 36, of Sun River on Friday, and a search and rescue team member who rode on a large snow tractor brought him out of the woods. So I guess him and his dog, Allie, became stuck in deep snow on a U.S. Forest Service road later that same day. He slept in his car, and when he awoke on Monday, more snow had fallen. He attempted to hike out, but the snow was too deep. So Taylor and Allie returned to his car. Thank you, everyone. I'm safe, and my Allie dog is safe. I appreciate your help. Got lucky. Let's never do that again. I'll be in touch with everyone soon. Wow. Um, this is why I don't want to move to a spot that gets that much snow. I'm sorry. DC is enough. I think I'm actually okay here. Yeah, hey, like, what's up with all that, though? <laughs> God damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that much snow? Yeah. Shit. So, We're so, in Buffalo, New York? <laughs> who knows, man? So here's the, here's the last one. We'll do this one, then we get out of here with the, uh, what's bothering us. So white woman dubbed Dog Park Debbie calls cops on black man because his puppy humped her dog. A white woman is reminded how many black people are still subjectively uh, sub, uh, sorry, still subjected to unnecessary 911 calls after she phoned police when a puppy at a dog pump uh, at a dog park humped her dog. 42 year old Franklin Baxley told Yahoo Lifestyle that he often visits the dog park and his pit bull sometimes gets excited when there's a new dog to play with. I visited this park twice a day and all the dogs get excited when a new one is here. When the woman came in, my dog Duce ran over and humped her, so I immediately removed him and apologized, explaining that he is a puppy. When Duce then humped the dog again, the situation quickly escalated to the point where there is a fucking clip because you know the internet is forever and they definitely played the dog's name is Duce. The dog <laughs> definitely. Hey, like, I, would I would definitely, definitely name, name my, my dog, dog Duce. I thought I'd bring my dog, Kenny. Oh, Lord. No, like, I can't, I can't bring it to work, work like that. Let's see if I can find <laughs> this clip. If it will, if it will load, and I guess it will not load today. Either way, so she claimed that the dog assaulted her dog when it tried to hump her. She called, the, <laughs> she, she called the cops, and she reportedly did not offer an apology when she found out that it was actually her dog that humped the dog back. Ooh. So guess the first 48 state of Dog Park Debbie. <laughs> it's not it's like Virginia, Virginia shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, but, but that that would think think be, yeah. So get, please guess the first 48. So first 48 for both of you guys? I'm, I'm saying Virginia. Virginia. Okay. I'll go, I'll I'll go, go Florida. 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 Q? Tennessee. Tennessee. Q is going to love this one. This happened in Massachusetts. I knew it had to be like some like so. <laughs> oh, racist, racist but not racist state. No. Because it was in Boston. It was in Boston. And Boston yeah, is mad racist. Bro, I, I got stories. I'm going to have to tell y'all that story next week. Remind me, because, you know, we already, like, reaching our mark, but... Boy, yeah, please remind me to tell y'all that, that karaoke story next week. Um, I, wait, do we have one uh, time for one more? Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, we do. We have to get out of, you know, out of here, but still. Grieving mom has twins with her dead son's sperm to get her boy back. Uh, <laughs> I hope that's not even in America. America. It's, it's not in America. 
So she lost her adult son to cancer, and then she realized that this didn't have to be the end for her boy. So, wait, wait. Wow. Okay. So she realized that this didn't have to be the end for her boy. The 49-year-old from India hatched a plan to reincarnate her dead child by using his sperm for artificial insemination. She's now in another country. She officially is the proud mom, or technically the grandma, of newborn twins. Do y'all want to guess who you want me to just tell y'all? Oh, you said Indian? Yeah, she's Mm. Indian, but this didn't happen in America. It didn't happen in India as well. No, No, you can't. Close. Q? Um... It was not in New York, right? It was not in New York. In the U.S., no. New uh, France? France, okay. Australia. Australia. This happened in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Germany, Germany does a lot, a lot of, of science, science experience. experience. Yeah. That's you, you got pregnant with your dead son's sperm. Wish I could say only in America, but wow. That's insane. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. Um, all right, so let's go straight into what's bothering us since, you know, this will be a short week. Um, so first start us out with what's bothering you. Okay, um, so what's bothering me is that... Hmm, how do I explain this without sounding like a fucked up person? All right. Matter of fact, I'll just like kind of give y'all an example. So, okay, what really bothers me is when people copy off of everything I fucking do, but then always have some shit to say, but then they end up doing the same shit. And I'm just like, yo, like, I understand that, you know, imitation is the best form of flattery. I actually don't get offended when I see people, you know, try and beat me. I kind of like that shit. It's funny to me. But to me, when you're not only trying to be me and then you try and shave me, I think that's crazy. Because <laughs> it's like, bro, what are you doing at this mm. point? So... To me, I just, it really bothers me that there's some underlying jealousy with people where they feel like not only am I going to imitate them, I'm going to also bring their character down as well. 
And it's like, you don't have to do that. It's cool. Like That's exactly what jealousy is, though, Chris, is confused admiration. Yeah, it's just, it's very sad and weird. Because I know for me, I'm not jealous of nobody. I'm going fuck yeah. I can't think of one person in this world that I want to be better than me. Like, at all. Maybe maybe somebody with billions, but even that, I still wish it was just me with billions. <laughs> like, I just, I don't understand why sometimes people start to admire you so much, it turns into hate. Why can't I be like her? Fuck her. Why yeah. can't I be like him? Fuck him. Oh, I had, a, I had a friend like that. Yeah, I'd rather you just, you know, like, I don't care. Like, I have no hate or animosity towards nobody at all, ever. But when I'm in a position where I feel like, damn, I don't even want to be around you because I know you really don't have your my best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. It makes things difficult. And I just really hope those individuals do some soul searching because nobody, like, it's never good to be a hater, yo. For <laughs> <laughs> any circumstance. Well, yeah, unless you, you know what I'm saying. This is the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Hmm. CJ, what's bothering you? Okay, so what's bothering me is the uh, worldwide. Now, I ain't going to just say we're black people, but it's a worldwide dismissive nature and ignorance to the mental health. And I don't mean like mental health for people that have like, uh, you know, noticeable mental health problems like autism or something like that. I mean, people that you don't know what they're battling and they and they can they try to explain something to you and you try to pass it off. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like not a big deal. Like cause I could tell you, I know I'm going to just be a little transparent with y'all for, for a little bit. Like, um, I go through episodes at least once a month where I could wake up one morning and just be showered. My mind will be showered with negative thoughts, just showered. And it's literally nothing I can do about it. Like it's, uh, it's crazy. Like it's nothing I can do about it. And I can't really say, I don't want to, I don't ever say nothing to anybody, anything to anybody because who the fuck wants to hear? Who cares? Right. And it's like, I, um, it's hard to be productive when you're in that type of state. You know what I mean? It's very hard to be productive in that state, but um, you have to. I, I know I have um, an internal battle. I got to fight for myself. That, that you know what I'm saying. And I know other people got battles. They got to fight within themselves. You know what I'm saying. I just don't like how when I I will see somebody go. I will. It's like I could look at somebody else and see that they go through what I go through. I can just look see it in their face, and I can see how other people would treat them. And that shit irks my nerves because I'm like, you don't even know what the fuck they going through. You know what I mean? Like, it's just I just people need to be more aware. There's more than there's more mental illness than the, the most. The most severe mental illness is the ones you can't see. Mm-hmm. For real, other than like the all you know, like the autism, Asperger's or whatever, like those. Yeah, we understand that. We got we have an awareness on that, but we don't have an awareness on the, the depressions or. or, or like clinically depression, clinical depression. You know what I mean? That's the thing. That's a real Ill- mental illness. Like clinical depression. So it's like, I guess that's what's bothering me. Like people don't have the, I don't like how people don't understand that. You yes. know what I mean? That's it. Mm. Okay. I, oh boy. Um, I guess I can make mine kind of brief. Let me put my headphones on so I can make sure that I can be heard. Um, so, 
mine won't be as discreet as everybody else's. Um, my sister's ex-boyfriend sent my sister a very threatening letter because she found a new man and she's very happy in her relationship. So he had gone to a notion of threatening to put his hands on her. So I have to... Uh, what? Yeah, so I have to go and put some ground rules out there. Um, the one and only time you put your hands on a woman should be your pussy ass, okay? Um, that's just rule of thumb. You don't put your hands on women. You don't threaten to put your hands on women. And more importantly, there are more of us than there are of you. If you do decide to put your hands on women, just know that you die that day. That's not a threat. That's not, you know, someone telling you like they're out to kill you, something like that. You end that day. Um, not by my hands, not by anybody else. We don't do shit like that around here. It's just more so like, who in the fuck tells these guys that that's cool? Like, who raised you? I, maybe that's just what bothers me is the fact that there are grown men out here that hit women, put their hands on women, mistreat women, say whatever the fuck that they can possibly think of to say to women. It's disrespectful. They can't. They can't. They can't get the. They can't get the respect of a man. You can't call them grown men. But, but what what fucked me up the most is you didn't even go to lengths of just saying that you were going to put your hands on the woman. You said you were going to go and put your hands on the new boyfriend, the guy. So I'm sit, I'm sitting there reading this shit, and I'm like, yo, you don't know if this nigga can fight or if he even wants to fight. There's some people who you might threaten, I'm gonna whoop your ass, and they were like. You can't whoop my ass if you're dead. I'm sorry. Like some people just come with like ammo. They're not coming with fists and you can be out of here. So for me, I guess what's bothering me is the fact that people take for granted one, their own lives and two, the fact that like you treat others the way you want to be treated and you don't hit women. Like when are niggas doing this? Like it's 2019. I get it. I'm, you know, my mom used to have a situation where you know, she had a guy put his hands on her and she shot his ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> he lived. He's all right. He still got all four of his limbs. He's straight. But lesson was learned that you don't do that shit. So maybe women need to start shooting niggas to let them understand, like, it's not a game out here. I don't care what Tyler Perry tells, you know, women in movies that have like Taraji P. Henson. Yeah, you could throw hot grits on them. You can put oil on the bathtub floor and shit like that. Shoot these motherfuckers. I'm telling you don't have to kill them. Don't aim to kill. Aim to yeah, win. like yeah. That, I'm they dick off. Yeah, that, that's just one of my pet. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't deserve it. You can't walk around with no, with no, with no man's part than being a man. Yeah, oh ass nigga. For me, that's just a really big pet peeve of mine. Like any man that will raise their hand at a woman, I'm yeah. telling you, eleven times out of ten won't do that shit for a man. So you know, yeah, they won't. And I mean, this this extends more than, you know, just my sister. If a guy put his hands on Chris, I'm at his ass. This nigga can be 6'8", 260 pounds. I have to defend Chris because that's our friend. I would expect another man to defend a woman when she can't defend herself. Ain't no no woman getting hit around me, even if I don't like the woman. Period. Ain't no woman getting hit around me. So but I'm, check this out. Let me let me put this add this little quick thing into a grid. What niggas don't understand is anybody who's listening that might hit women and don't agree with what we're saying, what you don't realize is if you feel like you need to put your hands on a woman, 
that woman you put her is a threat to your your your, your little fragile ass manhood, and you don't you don't deserve to be with her. If she's a threat to your manhood, you don't deserve. You have to hit her to try to instill some type of fear in her. You use a whole host. You gotta. You don't have to do that. You don't have to. If you have to, you have to instill fear in somebody because you're afraid of them. Your damn self. Yeah. You're, you're you're trying to hide something. Your damn self. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing. I know. I know some men will go and say like, "Hey, I put my hands on you know a woman, but I was doing it because like you know they were in a rage, they were in a moment, stuff like that." Take the scenario and just like play it in your brain, and then replay it, rewind it, and then play that shit again. Say for example, y'all are outside. You push a woman down. She hits her head on the concrete. She dies. Do you know where the fuck you go? To jail. Straight to jail. Hey. And it's not like you're going for 20 days, 30 days. Your ass gone for good. We've talked about women and domestic abuse on this show before. And I know sometimes we might play shit as a joke, like with the Amanda Seals thing we're saying today. But it's coming full circle because you just don't put your hands on women. And, you know, if you want your mom to get hit, if you want your daughter to get hit, your aunt, you know, your niece, all that, that's on you. That just makes you a hoe. I'm sorry. That's just me and my heart of hearts of saying that. But I guess to wrap it all up, like, just don't hit women if you don't want to be shot back. I think that should just be the rule of thumb. If you're going to hit a woman, just expect to be shot. And I'm not saying they're going to kill you. You might live. You can go to any hospital in the world. They'll take out a bullet wound for you. I just want a woman to shoot a dude in the ass, shoot a dude in the dick. Honestly, like most of these dudes that hit women, they fall asleep next to the woman after they apologize for hitting them. How would you because feel? Because they're that? whack as fuck. Whack as fuck, bro. I'm telling you, just imagine being a guy that hit a woman and you're comfortable enough to fall asleep. I just want you to wake up that next morning after you had that sleep after hitting her, waking up and knowing that you got a bloody dick region because she cut your shit off in the middle of hey, I'm Hell just, yeah. I'm, oh boy, I'm, I'm getting angry. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, I kind of vented, but yeah, that needed to be said. Just please, fellas, like, please don't hit women because I'm advocating on the Young Black and Bobby show. To cut you. So, so, the, the ambulance will be coming for you ass if you hear women. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Q, Q, wrap us up with what's bothering you. Honey. What What's bothering me is, um, I have a, well, this week it's a lot, but the main thing that's bothering me is stop, y'all mother, motherfuckers, stop stealing packages. <laughs> hey, that is that is funny as shit. That's Yo, funny. that joint is fucked up though. Like it's so yeah. fucked up. Stop stealing packages because I, you know, with, with Verizon, the, the the promotion they had over the holidays that you got a, a, a free year of Amazon Echo. You got a free Amazon Echo and a free year of Amazon Prime. So I ordered, you know, I ordered, I ordered ordered the prompt the the echo and everything and it said it was supposed to be delivered it was delivered yesterday because i'm thinking like it said you know two-day delivery well shit great two-day delivery i ordered it on sunday it should be here by to you know maybe in two days yeah. i go and i check i check my amazon app it was delivered yesterday oh you know oh. <laughs> so like I'm you know when they I looked at the time when it was delivered 
I was at work. So I'm looking around. I don't, I have a whole bunch of Amazon boxes. None of them, none of them, all of them are unopened. Uh, uh, you know, are opened. So I'm like, okay. So I asked the one that I had children, the kids, you know, did a package come yesterday? No. She's not the one that's going to lie about a package. Knowing it's not hers because she don't order nothing. It's probably mine. Nothing. So I'm going to assume that some fucked <coughs> went and stole the package. So I will be on the phone with Amazon. Like, yo. The good thing is Amazon is so great. They'll probably send you a new one. Yep. Won't ask no questions. <laughs> but it's just a lot because you know what I would do next time? Just get that shit sent to the locker. Yeah. Then you don't even got to worry about that. Yeah, just get it. Yeah, get it. Yeah, exactly. That's a good idea. Well, that that won't be a that won't be an issue. That won't be a problem next time because I won't be living in a hood building anymore. <laughs> in a in a couple of weeks, I will not be here anymore. So, so that was that's what was damn. Hughes last couple. What's bothering him is not anything that really bothers him. Which I'm proud of you. That's gross. My man, it, no, there's there, there's a lot of other stuff that it's just way too, way, way too personal, and I don't want to put out on on the internet. Yes, more that more than I already do. So, or have done. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so let's wrap it up by letting them know where they can find you on social media so we can get about here. Oh yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. My, uh, you can find me on Chris Cash DC on Twitter and Instagram. That's Chris Cash DC on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Quiet CJ Money on Twitter and Quiet CJ Money Two on IG. You can find me at uh, QDZ1906 on Twitter and Your Child's Teacher 1906 on Instagram. And even though Tony's not here tonight because he's doing his live thing. I know. Shout out to Tony. I hope he did good. Yeah, shout out to my man. You can find Tony at uh, Tony the Artist, DA Artist 06 on Instagram. And I'm sure he has like his now page and everything. Tony do a lot of shit. I don't think a lot of people t- like know that, but he cooks, does music. Like, I'm surprised this motherfucker's not a pain. He's like a Renaissance man. Fucking Paul Robeson. Yeah. <laughs> so next week we'll probably find out how the live mic went for him. Um, but until next week, we will holler at y'all.